Hi everyone and welcome to Everything is Rap. Um, this is the third installment of the podcast and today I got a special guest with me. Hey. A really, really good friend of mine and <laughs> it's her birthday today. So happy birthday. So I'm just glad I managed to get her to do this on her birthday. And she is an out turning up somewhere for, I'm not going to say her age, but uh, it's a good friend of mine. Uh, this is Chido. What's up Chido? It's Tanak. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Chido is based in Portland, mm-hmm. Oregon. Yeah, known... that's right. Yeah. I've known Chido for about, I've known off Chido for a couple of years, but like personally, no, I've known Chido for a year now. Just like, Chido... no, it has to be more than a year. It's a year now. You were mm-hmm. here like a year ago. That we've yeah. known each other a little bit more. No, I'm saying we've known, like, officially, like, talking to each other, like, how we talk now, say, yeah, but we've known off each other. Just a yeah. It feels like yeah. longer, though. It feels like it's I know, longer. right? I know, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 like, literally here around this time, because you came here after your birthday last year. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. So, known Chido for a year. Me and Chido had uh, our mutual friends. Chido came, to, Chido came to town, and then we kicked it, and we just hit it off from the first moment we met each other, you know, like, um, we were talking about weight loss, because that's when I started working out, oh, and at that moment in time, I lost, like, I, it, it's October, I, I mean, I started working on June 1, so then my third month, and I lost, like, 20, 30 pounds, so that's how we connected, she was telling me about our weight loss journey, and then just start talking about music because if you're around me, you know when I talk about music, and then find out she's a music maker, right? Yeah, just like for a year, not not long. For real, but yeah, yeah, at least you did something. So like, then just having a conversation, and she don't can sing. She doesn't ever really want to. Bruh, let's not go right? there. She don't can sing. Like she don't can sing. He's lying. What do you say? I have. I can't sing. I can't sing. I can't sing. You're setting me up right now. I'm not setting like you up. Legit. I'm not gonna ask you to sing. Bruh, you're setting me up right now. <laughs> I'm not setting you up. I'm not setting you up. Like, what do you say? I have. You say I can't sing, but I have. What do you call it? You said I have what the pitch or the melody. What is the word you use? I guess. I guess. Yeah, I when, you, when you say I always get the right pitch of the song, or like mm-hmm. even if I can't sing, yeah, the yeah. melody, whatever. Like, you know. So yeah. So you know, I've known Chido uh, for a year. Um, and like I said, Chido's a music major. Chido hit me up and said she wanted to come on here and she but she was like i don't want to talk about rap i, I, I don't think i know a lot about, about rap and i was just like this is not a podcast about hip-hop it's just about life in general right and the music around you so it's just like asking people that i know you know like about because my connection is always like i can tell a lot about people i can just have a conversation with people based on the music that they're into and what they mm-hmm. like so just always finding like the music that they grew up to and how it shaped them so like um you know, Chido, what are you like? Your do you, is there anything you want to say about how we first met? I mean, that's or... pretty. That's pretty accurate. I feel like we really hit it off. We connected over, of course. I wouldn't say. Well, I don't like calling it weight loss journey. I kind of call it just a health and wellness journey. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I guess I lost what close to fifty pounds, and. Yeah, I you know it it's 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 tough. It's it's hard, and I feel like it's still something that we're both experiencing. And 
we sort of I feel like leaned on each other at certain times for to keep ourselves accountable so I certainly do appreciate that you know and then when it comes to music I actually look up to you in a lot of ways I feel like you just you put me on you know on onto a lot of things when it comes to music so I wouldn't yeah I I wouldn't like when you, you're saying like I went to school for music that was legit just a short period of time what I graduated with has nothing to do with music well, I do appreciate music. Like, I love music. Like, I have a large library in my Spotify. I was, like, an early adopter when Spotify came out. So my library goes back to, like, 20, probably, like, 20, 2014, something like that. I listen to music every day. I cannot, I cannot live without it. So that's my... That's my space. Okay. Yeah. So, like, uh, I mean, like, yeah, we met and talked about uh, the health and wellness journey. At that moment in time, like, I, you know, I was getting to a point where I was, like, getting my rhythm. And, you know, uh, she'd actually help me a lot. And I don't think I've ever told her she even knows that. Like, like I said, we lean on each other a lot. She was the first person to record me whilst I was working out. Normally, I'll record my stuff, right? So, I'm doing the workouts. And then she does, like, you got weights. Why, why aren't you squatting with the weights? And i never done that because, like, to everybody who, okay, so... Here's how I started working out. I just, I got winded and I started working out. I don't like the feeling. So I started working on June 1. So all my workouts were tailored because someone just sent me a workout plan. I was doing it and I was just learning on the fly. So I didn't know nothing about working out. I never worked out. So when people give me suggestions, I'll take them. So like, I remember like people, like if you saw, like if you're my friends and you've seen my earlier videos, you see like how I used to struggle with a lot of stuff, you know, and then other people give me tips. And she though, was the one who was like, yo, you know, you can squat with your weights. You can do this with your weights. And then she recorded me and then like, even then, since then, that's how I incorporated weights into my lifting. Before that, I, I just had the 20s on, on, and I used to work out on my patio. Chilo will tell you, like, you know, that patio is not the best workout place, but it was, it got me through a lot. But, like, you know, the 20s were just I mean, it worked fine, honestly. Because I, yeah. I worked inside my apartment, especially during quarantine, and so I have my yoga mat, and it's, it's honestly, it's, most of the time, it's all you need, you know? But I struggle because, like, I think for me, once I reached a certain milestone, I shifted my goal and wanted to tone and kind of bulk up just a little bit, not too much. So I started challenging myself and trying to add more weight. And, like, I'm someone who, like, did CrossFit years back. And so I kind of had some experience with, with weight training but you know this was the first time I kind of had to do it on my own Um, but yeah you just have to go for it I feel like for me it's a little bit intimidating you know to have to like you know lift heavier you know after maybe a a couple weeks or so and really challenge yourself but yeah that was my thing I know I was kind of like you know challenging you and putting a little bit of you know just add, try to find ways to add weights and, you know, start lifting heavy. So, I mean, I'm certainly glad you're doing it now because you got a gym and everything. Yeah. How's that going? No, it's been going great. Like, now I'm actually building muscle and I'm lifting. And I can see, like, stuff like, you know, like my shoulder blades, the back muscles. Like, and now I see the definition. I'm starting to get toned. The only thing that I would like is, like, I don't do the core workouts anymore. So, like, 
you know, like once I reached a certain point, I was just like, okay, so when are the abs going to start kicking in? Because I used to do like, you know, pull-ups, you know, saying, uh, what do you call them, sit-ups, mountain climbers and all that. So nowadays I'm not doing as much of my mm-hmm. core workout. So like that's the only thing that, you know, but like it's been going great. And like uh, I said, you know, Chilo is the first person to, you know, to record me working out and help me with the weight. And like mm-hmm. when it comes to what you're saying about music, the, the thing I respect about it is like, you actually went to music school and did it. You know what I'm saying? For what that, for even even if you might not have, that's not what you end up going to school and finishing for. It's just that the fact that you actually went and did. It's like when I had Tino last week, and Tino was telling me that yo, he actually rapped, and then helping him become a rapper, helped him write his book that he has out. Like it's just the fact that you went out and did something, and you mm-hmm. did it in a field that I respect and I know like how that journey might be, like, of, like, you coming here and saying, like, oh, I'm going to do music. It's like to your parents, you know, your, they, or your peers, they might not understand what that means. But for you mm-hmm. even to go through it for a year, and then even though you might have switched, you know, something that I respect. And even some of the things that you tell me, like, Chido has an ear. Chido has an ear for, like, certain genres of music I may listen, I may not listen to. Or Chido send me something and be like, yo, I think you might like this because it has this sample, it has this hook, or... You know, she's that type of person. Like, yeah, yeah, this is what I was going to say before we just really get into our conversation was, like, she has put me onto the best thing that I watched this year, music-wise, which is the Tina Turner, Tina Turner documentary. Like, to me, that was the most amazing thing that I watched. Like, on That was show. intense. Yeah, it was intense. And the fact that they had it recorded and all that, even though I knew the story from the movie, it just how shaped a lot about, like, just the origins of the music business and how it's set up and even like the situations we're having today like you know Tina Turner was like 14, 15 when she came on you know and for her to become the successful icon she is and what she went through and then for at her, her to age reach, yeah exactly at her age to even come back at the age too that exactly. she came back at, and then for her to even reach a point to where she's like no I'm not doing music no more right. and I'm leaving America like to me that documentary was just like if you haven't watched it you should watch it it's called Tina right Mm-hmm. you should watch it it's very it's very you go through a lot of emotions and, it's raw it's pretty raw just kind of brace raw. yourself yeah. yeah it's pretty raw and then it's always interesting because like you know it's just where we, we come from like my pal parents used to listen, listen to Tina Turner I have an aunt that I always joke that I say it looks like Tina Turner right and it's like you know you know like what love's got to do with it you know what I'm saying that song that was how big you know it was such a big song in the 80s but then you watch that documentary, and then you realize, like, for the beginning and for her to get to that, it's a very long story. And then even, like, the the story about the the song being a cover and the original song and what she did to the song. It's just an amazing documentary. But, like, mm. you know, about to get into this. So, like, oh, yeah. It's your birthday. Did you do anything for your birthday? <laughs> Not yet. What is your birthday? What is your birthday? What's your birthday wish? My birthday oh, yeah. wish? Ah, oh, bruh. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh... I honestly, like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. I wouldn't say I'm content, but like, I've never craved to be, you know, as right now, and so I'm coasting. I'm chilling. I'm just living life. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm gonna go out to dinner tomorrow, um, and then we'll just see how the rest of the month goes. But I don't know if it's age, if I'm getting old, or if it's just because I've already done some things around the month of October already. So I feel like... We're going to get into that. No, we're not. You said we're not going to get into that. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. Are we going to get into that? A little bit. 
I guess. Okay. We can get into it a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just chilling, honestly. I just wanted to, I just really want to be surrounded by like, just good, genuine people. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm at that point in life where it's like, I'm just really particular about where I invest my energy. And yeah, and I'm still, I'm not, it's not like I'm perfect. You know this. In fact, you know way too much. Like I, um, yeah. I need to, and I'm I'm still learning essentially, kind of how to direct my energy, um, and kind of just you know be my best version, I guess. But yeah, so okay, no, good. yeah, no particular wishes though. Just, just, yeah, just thankful and peaceful and content. Yeah, basically. And then you're gonna turn up tomorrow. Yes, obvious. Obvious, huh? Obvious. <laughs> she don't have to turn up, don't she? Oh, God. Just a little bit. Uh, a little, just a little bit. Yes. <laughs> We've never really, like, turned up, turned up. I mean, I guess... Uh, yeah, I guess not. No, we never really turned up. Turned up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy. In time, I, though. I'm, I haven't had a drink since... I don't remember the last time I had a drink. That sounds bad than it's supposed to. But last time I had a drink was like in August. But since September 1, since that calendar day, I know I haven't had a drink since. How you feel? I I feel good. I feel, I I just feel normal. I think if I'd done it when I was unfit, I would have felt different. I would have realized the energy and all this other stuff. But like, I just feel normal. I just feel like I haven't, I've been around people that are drinking around me and all this other stuff. I just haven't, for the to do maybe Thanksgiving. Let me just see. Like, I just want to see if I can do these two months, and then we'll see. But like, right now, I just don't feel, you know, the urge to, to do so. But like, you know, when I get back to that stage, it's gonna be like, you know, I'm always down for a good time. But like, oh, chill all this, you know, like, okay. First question I always ask everyone: What was like your first memories of the music that was being played around you that you remember? Let's see. Let me try. <laughs> I think real hard about this. Well, you know, I grew up in the, you know, the CD era. In fact, no, cassette tapes. But even before then, we had the VHS. So sometimes my mom would play, you know, you know, some, you know you'd actually get it. It's like album, even, right? Yeah. So sometimes we'd have, you know, I know she, she'd she have like UB40, and like uh-huh. she had some Congolese music. I, mean, I don't know uh, Defao. Defao is Congolese, right? I don't know who Defao is. I, I don't know, know. Like there was like the Kanda Bongoman. Kanda Bongoman, yeah. There's the, you know the, that type of vibe. Yes, 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 yes. And what else did she play? It was Yonder's sister? Yonder's oh, sister. She's yeah. not as yeah popular, but yeah, she definitely put me on. And like we danced. Like she was. I feel like. She was actually like vibe queen because I remember growing up, you know, we'd always, you know, every once in a while we'd have brides and, you know, we'd, you know, go to chill spots. And before you know it, we're having dance competitions. So I grew up on that. Right. And but personally, for me, I remember like my first my first radio I got at nine years old on my birthday. I got this blue radio. I could play my CDs and tapes my first cassette tape, I'm trying to remember, 
I think was like um I don't know if you remember Venga Boys. Ah yeah. It was like this kind of like baby. clubhouse. Let's go, baby. Uh, uh, uh. Right? So it was Venga Boys, I maybe like has Club Seven, something like that. I don't remember. Wow. Venga um, Boys. That's I know Venga Boys <laughs> And then but for CDs, I feel like I had you know, maybe like um Spice Girls, I know I had. Um, who else did I have? Oh, I had Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, Destiny's Child. At a later point, I think I was maybe around grade seven. Um, who else? Well, Avril Lavigne. So it's mm-hmm. kind of just like, yeah, it was across the board. I, you know, I, I feel like my. For for being so young, at one point I went through a phase where I was just obsessed with Celine Dion. I remember driving mm-hmm. to school and just, you know, putting it on blast or like I'm locking myself up in my bedroom and just like, you know, doing my own little mini performances and spazzing out. So yeah, but it was a kind of across the board. But I know people have always told me Kuti like I have an old soul because I've always mm-hmm. preferred kind of, you know, old school type of music it's kind of all over the place it's it's i don't know what what would you think what would you say is my music i, I think you just like uh r&b nice. like with the vibe like it's just like soulful music but it has substance in it so it's like you know the dells uh it's just like you like a certain you know, we have a certain i don't know just a moody r&b like where it's like when we say celine dion it makes so much sense where it's like it's kind of grown but like mm. it has, you know, that kind of. So I wouldn't know who to describe in in today's era. But like you'd be putting me on to like certain R and B artists, like well, listen to this or or this. Like it's a certain vibey R and B that you listen to. But like it's just interesting, just going back to that because like what you're saying, like it always feels like from where we're from, we kind of had the same childhood growing up. Like the VHS was a huge thing. Like it's just interesting here with the barbecue parties with people dancing and like how Congolese music was huge. And then oh, yeah. like Oliver Mtukudzi, you know, yeah. Alec Machesto at that time, oh, yeah. Celine Dion. And then people don't understand like how big certain people like Celine Dion were because of like, oh, that's a few, that's the music our parents were listening to. So like it has the music that would come on that party, Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, and then Titanic was huge, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like. It's oh, we have the VHS tape for that. Huh? We have the Titanic VHS yes. tape. Yeah. Yeah, Titanic, you know, so that was huge. And then, so, like, before you got your radio, was there, like, any, besides your mom, was there, like, any, like, before you stopped discovery of, like, the Spice Girls and stuff, was there, like, any other stuff, like, maybe your brother was putting you on, your cousins, where I was actually just thinking about that. Or, like, the earliest memories of stuff that you remember watching on videos, like, stuff, like, I would tell people, like, my earliest memories of music that I just remember is, like, what you said about the Venga Boys is funny because I remember my dad used to have the mix CDs because the way he used to work, so that was on there. The Venga Boys mm. and then Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, I know. <laughs> was, you know what I'm saying? What's that? Uh, Mambo number five. Lou Vega, that type of stuff. I, it was oh, yeah, Britney. Yeah, yeah, Britney Spears, oops, whatever. But like, oh, I was yeah. telling people, like, my, my first earliest memories are like LL Cool J video, music videos. LL Cool yeah. J music videos. Mace, mm-hmm. Buster Rhymes. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. So, like, what was like you because you have an older brother like do you remember anything you was playing before you know, that, that your brother might have put you on or your cousins or whoever 
I know he was he was I mean he he was he was kind of into that whole Wu Tang phase. Really, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's what I like about this because, like, for me, Wu Tang wasn't like my brother wasn't into Wu Tang, but like everybody else I've talked to, like, I and it's just interesting because I know a, a little bit of, about your brother, and I wouldn't picture him as like he was Wu Tang. You know what I'm saying? At least I think really? that's what I recall. It, I might yeah. be I might be wrong, but yeah. It was definitely that. I don't know. It was. I'm trying to because it's it's errors, right? When you try yeah. to think and go back to your childhood, this because I feel like okay, primary school it was one thing, and then once I got it, like if you're talking about like even like early high school, especially like early 2000s, that's a that's a new, a new era and come up, and so like I have different memories, of course, wow. like attached to that, and I'm just trying to think, Kuti, like. What what comes to mind, like primary school? I mean, at that time, you know, we had it was it was interesting because like when it came to TV, you know, like at least like Joy TV, Ezongido, you know, Sisonke, all those things, all those options, well, all could <laughs> all those limited yeah. options. No options yeah. But we and also had, we also had, yeah, but we also had DSTV, right? So we had like Channel O, and then like the VH VH1, MTV, right? I remember MTV base MTV, whatever it is, MTV base yeah. after it came, it came later, it came like two thousand five, right? Trace came, right, right. But then back then, like those were kind of just like you know the the options that were there. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was like I feel like in that sense, like you kind of get, you know, a worldview of music. You know, because mm-hmm. like you're you're really exposed to not just at least at least for us, because now you know, tune in and listen to what was popping. In fact, you know, in the way. Um, urban music, urban grooves. Urban grooves. I'm yeah. excited because I feel like it's it's you know coming back. Yeah, I've just been listening to Trevor Dungo's album like this past week, and I'm obsessed. Oh. Sandy Makalima also has some records that he has been putting out here and there mm-hmm. this like past year, and like I'm obsessed. And so I know there had been like a period where it's like, and I you know we had had this conversation where it's like it kind of fell off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely like, I'm of course Decibel, you know, with Shido. Yeah. And because I, I internalized that and that was just so personal to Yo, me. So. Can, I, can I ask you something? What? Is there like any name that is involved with the urban moves that artists have never sang about? Girl name. Angela Chido, Natalia. I, I don't know. <laughs> My <laughs> day. Oh. Uh, you know, it's, it's just funny. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, but like that era was interesting because I was telling people here, like, the, we grew up on a mixing part of so many forms of music. So when you talk about the era, I remember TKZ. You I know, know oh, let's yeah, 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 Southern, South African music, so like primary. Yeah. Okay, let's just, okay, let's, so I'm just gonna tell you what it was. Me and you are like a year apart. So, like, I remember that era, primary school for me, that's primary school, like, I would say, like, okay, grade three, 2000. So, like, I remember my, my like, serious parties and all this other stuff. Sean Paul. Okay. Sean Paul was huge. Like, you mm-hmm. poured him and, uh, 
not 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 really burning shampoo like uh like glue shampoo dance oh, like yeah, yeah, blue control like uh, yeah, like like yeah blue control yeah you know what i'm saying destiny's child was huge survival was huge jaru was big jz nelly tkz southern southern african music tkz mafiki zolo mafiki zolo malaika yeah. um ah uh, what's name mudu let's go 5050 oh yeah kalakata mm-hmm. zola The, what's that song that was South Africa? The Stompies. Sweetie Lavo. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's uh, stuff like... Even Bricks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah Bricks. Before. Bricks was like high school a little bit later. Oh, yeah, right? I guess. It was yeah. like two, yeah, 2000, 2000. Mariah Carey. And then it was like Spice Girls, like Chido said. This is like 99, 2000. TLC, Ashanti. Right. You know, so that was like, there was an era, like even the fashion. Nelly, Nelly and... Uh, Kelly Rowland, Dilemma. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then Avril Lavigne. R. Kelly. R. Kelly, too. Yeah. Ignition. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Although I don't know how to feel about it. Uh, exactly. I don't know, right now. I don't I don't know. know what to say. Because, like, R. Kelly came up in the first episode. And I was just like, R. Kelly album was one of the first albums I remember having Chocolate Factory. And I'm just saying, yeah, of course we know how we feel. Even when you say Celine Dion, like, R. Kelly wrote for Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. A huge song. Mm-hmm. It's Angel of Mine. I think so. Yeah, oh, yeah whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, like, I'll tell you. And you know, I was like, this Aaliyah. Yeah. Aaliyah. Yeah. There's this song I always go back to. It's, it's like a Joe Budden song. I forget who he's oh, yeah, I know the, 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 the clubbing song. You know, yeah. Marcus Houston. B2K, bump, bump, bump. It is such huge. a vibe. Oh, we're forgetting one person that was here. Yeah, Craig David. Oh my gosh, don't even exactly. yeah. yeah, Craig David, so Sean Paul. So we've got a mix in buffer. Like what you were saying about the channels is funny because like channel always where you watch the South African videos, African videos, that way of that time of our era was like hip hop, it's Kwaito, and then you see the international videos, and then MTV basically you see like the rap and R and B. And then VH1 you see like the pop and then you see like the lifestyle stuff. So you, that's where you see like what's the name, the lifestyle of the rich and famous, whatever, that show that David Each show. And all that other stuff, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's and you behind see, like, the music. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember what was this? This uh, behind the music of what was it? Was it Limp Biscuit? They have this, um, I forget the song, but Halle Berry is in it. I don't know oh, if you remember yeah. Limp Biscuit. Do you remember Limp Biscuit? Yeah, I remember me, Limp Biscuit, Rolling Fred Dust, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it's so funny you talk about that. So we got Evanescence, Limp Biscuit, Linkin Park. Maroon 5, Green yeah. Day. So it was just a melting... I remember that was just a melting pot. So this was like the music that shaped me. Like I would say from like 99 to 2000. This is the music that people around me were playing or what I was absorbing. And they want you to say like the 100% local content, whatever, 75% local content. Urban Grooves was a thing. So like I had all the Urban Grooves things because like my dad was the one who was working to push that, you know, and grab my record. So like I had like Anangoning, Kambarani, Rocky... You know, Leonard Mapumo. Who are those twins? Anna and Giro. Royce and Royce. Royce and Royce. Yeah. You know, like the Kukuda and Direge. You know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff, you know? You know, like, then what about, like, even, like, Tonyo Brothers? Usacheme. You know, that kind of... You know, that, you know. And then, like, music. My mama said, like, Love Mama Jaivana. You know, Lena Dembo. You know, Lena Jakata. And then my dad, you know, but like, so it's just interesting, like Spice Girls. Okay, you uh, you like the first uh, 
lady, uh, lady, female guests I've had on my podcast. So like, you know, you might not be listening to rap, but we're like, what are you listening to? Missy Elliott is another. What are you listening to? Like, yo, like, what are like your like the people that you're like, oh, when you're watching as a kid, and like, oh, I like this. I like how she dresses her style. You wanted, you were idolizing your, your yourself behind. I don't know. Like for, for me, it's like you know, like I'm a Jay Z fan, Fifty. Like Jaru is the first reason I Jaru is the reason I wear bandanas, that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, it was just that yeah. you know the options there was just so limited. You know what I mean? But it was just that you know. Of course, you had because I remember. You know, no, because that's have to be rap. Because like maybe like Christina Aguilera was huge that I mean, time. Yeah, Britney yeah, Spears, that, yeah, that's, you... yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Cause, you know, I remember like putting up posters in my room. Mm. You know. You get your whatever it is that people magazines you, yeah. you, don't, you you don't even flip through you just go straight to the middle and rip out yeah. whatever it is and get uh-huh. some you know sticky stuff and put it on your <laughs> on your bedroom wall, but yeah. but no it's like I feel like the I mean pink actually yeah I really liked um but I mean like because when I look back it's like damn there wasn't really you know talk about representation yeah we get it there was like Destiny's Child Ashanti but really the big superstars mostly white people you know what I mean yeah yeah, you had the you know the Christina Aguilera's like you said Pink um, Kelly Clarkson wait you're talking about oh yeah yeah Kelly Clarkson but I don't know I, I really wasn't as into her like that maybe maybe later on mm but in the very beginning for me, yeah, I think Christina Aguilera was it for me. And then actually, no, Maya. Oh, yeah. I like Maya a lot. Um, who else? I mean, like, obviously, Gosh. like Destiny's Child, like I said. Um, you know what's popping? You know what's popping in that era that people had forgot and that like, doesn't get looked at? Christina Milian. Oh yeah, huh? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Was we have Eve. There. Don't forget Eve. Eve. Yeah. Who else? I think we caught we caught some Lil Kim. It wasn't like you know. 90s oh, Tony Kim, Braxton. Tony. Oh, Tony Braxton. Braxton and Janet Jackson. How can I forget Janet Jackson? Yeah. Jan- yeah, Janet Jackson was my like I I admired her big time. Mariah Carey. Um, no, I wasn't crazy about her like that, but yeah, I mean, she's definitely there. I feel like for me, is it just, I want to say Justin Timberlake, but I feel like that was a little bit later. I wasn't really much of like a boy band, mm-hmm. you know, fan. Actually, no, I lie. Westlife. Oh, wow. I love that Westlife album. Westlife for me. Ugh, it is. It's just Westlife for me. I was just like. Like, I feel like Westlife back then for me was perhaps what Coldplay is to me now. Mm. It's just some same, same level for me. Yeah. Okay. So, like, okay. What about, like, the first, like, dudes you were, like, you know, I don't know, celebrity artists you're having crushes on or you have posters out there on in your room and stuff? I had Bow Wow. Okay. I think I, I had Justin Timberlake. I mean, I had actors, you know, okay. um, Leonardo DiCaprio, just random people like that. <laughs> just whatever came in the magazine, you know. I had JoJo. Uh, uh, I had JoJo. Um, especially when she came out with her song, was it Leave? Get Out Leave. Yes. 
Mm. Um, who else did I have? Who else did I have? I'm forgetting. It just was a bunch of actors as well, I think, at the time. Okay. Okay, so saying, okay, let's high school now, like me and you, you are border. I was a day scholar, so like I don't know like the boarding experience of like how did you guys consume music? What like now you at a stage where you start to like where you start to like what you like and then you're around other grown people that are around people peers your age that are putting you onto stuff that you may not have been you know, people are starting to put you onto other stuff like what is the music that was being played around you, like in high school? I mean, well, and, like, I mean, the parties that you were going to. Or... I mean, well, that's the thing. It's like this was like before phones, internet, like computers, yeah. things like that. So, I think like my first year or so, I think from one form two, I would try to bring my radio to school, but of course you had certain hours where you could play music, and then mm. MP3s came, you know, and so wow, you'd have yeah. to. Or iPods, you'd have to download music, you know, find a way to get that shit on it. And, you know, you're basically stuck with that for a minute. But, and so I feel like, you know, I'd, I'd be put on to, you know, different when I'm not at school. Because I feel like once you're at school, it's boarding school. You know, you're kind mm-hmm. of insulated. You're, you're sheltered. And so... Yeah. That is, <laughs> that is that. Um, but like nothing for me beats honestly like early to mid early two thousands like R and B like that for me it just has a special spot in my in my heart and I feel like it's it's never gonna be the same again. Like you can have now you're like your summer walkers and you know your Kalani's, but I feel like for me early two thousands was just. So what, are different. what are you listening to that time? Ah, I mean, what was there? R and B. I mean, I mean, no, like I it's can, all. I can you know, like, cause I was thinking of names that we didn't bring up, like Brandy. Yes, Brandy. But there's one song. It's escaping my my mind. Oh, who was that? Latoya Luckett actually had That's a good like run. It. Yeah. The one between the two. Yes. Yes, yes. And then yes. the Latoya Luckett and Ludacris song? Which one, though? Uh, he doesn't deserve you, deserve you. No, that and, was one uh, Yeah, okay, yeah. But you know Latoya Luckett used to be in Distant Shot, right? Yes, yes, that's yeah. how I remember. Oh, wow, yeah. So that yeah, phase, yeah. you know, if you remember, like, that phase, even, like, the the Carrie Hilson um, yeah, era, um... Sierra, Promised Ring, like those years were just, were very special. And, uh, and I, Sierra, that first Sierra album was really good. That first Sierra album was really good. Yeah. Like, but then I remember that's the T-Pain, I'm Sprung, Sierra. Mm-hmm. You know, as a guy, you kind of forget because as a guy, because I went to a boy's school, so it's a little rapidly rap rap. So I'm trying to think to make R&B that Neo, like I was using Neo, John Legend. Oh, Edgen. yeah, and Mario. Mario, yeah, Mario, Mario held it, man. How do I breathe? Yeah. And, you know, so after that, I feel like there was a little bit of a phase where things started getting a little bit, like, a little dance techno-ish. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. So that's when you start the having the, the Teo Cruz people, mm-hmm. you know, step in. And who was the other guy? 
um, Black Eyed Peas, for example. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. Sorry, what happened? I don't know. I thought you just disconnected. Just went silent on your end. Has that happened before? No, it's never really happened before. But like it's stored and recorded, so like uh, I can edit it and then just piece it in. So like, yeah. So we just had complications with the recording, but like we edited and pieced it in together. But like um, last thing we were talking about, we were talking about black IPs. I don't know if you heard my point about like how like black IPs like they were always huge, but like I was like a huge fan of them. Well, I mean, do they do they have anything before the um, where's the love thing? I feel like that was the. That's funny because, like, uh, for me, my dad used to collect CDs, so I had uh, probably like ten, maybe ten thousand CDs in exaggeration. Like, he had a lot, mm-hmm. and one of the CDs that I remember because I'm a visual guy with photographic memory. Like, one of the CDs I remember was Black Eyed Peas, and that was before Fergie joined. So I think there was a brown cover, and I forgot the name of that, but on that CD, they had Missy Gray. They had a song with Missy Gray. Mm. So, like, when they finally popped in, they had the girl. I was like, yo, that's a group that, you know, like, so I always say my dad put me onto Black Eyed Peas because like, I would never have known that CD. Oh, my wow. dad shouldn't have it. He didn't have it in the collection. I don't know why he had it, mm. but, like, he had just some random stuff like that in his thing. So, like, that, that, so then when the first Black Eyed Peas that I remember with Fergie on it was, like, shut up, shut up, and you know, that stuff, and then mm. that's when they popped, don't play with my heart, no, 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 whatever, like, baby, don't lie, mm-hmm. my humps, and then, you know, like, you know, they were one of the reasons, and then they came back with the dance stuff, the the Mimi Halfway, and the, oh, yeah. and the what's the song, David Guetta? Mm. Uh, the part of you, I got a feeling. Oh, yeah. You know, like, and then, like, I think, I think, I don't know, maybe you might agree with this or not agree. Like, you have to, we have to, our generation, the best high school rapper was Lil Wayne, right? That's a high school rapper you think of, like, when you think of high school, right? I think, I Even think Lollipop. I think Lollipop, I guess, yeah. If you're not a fan of Lil Wayne, you just remember. But it like, was, yeah, like, but it was, like, kind of rock star-ish at that point in time. That's the Lil Wayne that I, I know, because, again, maybe because I wasn't into rap like that. So I only remember, like... Um, lollipop, party like a rock star, Lil Wayne. Party like a rock. Okay, you did the remix, so I can understand that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say party like a rock star, not Lil Wayne. The Pet Shop. But he's there. But he's who? Yeah, he's there. Pet Shop Boys. Oh shit. I was actually listening. I was actually listening. You know what song that came on? Party like a rock star. I was I was going through that era of like party like a rock star, throw some D, Young Jock, Coffee Pot is mm. going down. I don't know if you remember, this song has made a huge comeback now. Like, and I, I came on today when I was just, I, I don't know if I was working out. Uh, it, it was a swag surfing. I swag when I surf. I swag when I surf. Exotic, hypnotic, got this polo on my body. He, like, he listened back to that stuff and he was like, yo, that flow was dope. Okay, so like, you were not into rap, so what rappers were you into? What rappers were you into? Yeah. Um, I think that's a better question for you. I mean, again, eras. Like, what time? What time are you talking about? We're talking about high school right now. High school. Ludacris? Ludacris. Ludacris. Okay. Who else? Probably, like, I mean, they're there. I just can't, you know, think of them top of mind. I think generally. Oh, yeah. 
Because I'm just thinking about like high school parties and music that was ludicrous. Yeah. Uh, Kanye, mm -hmm. DJ Khaled, mm. um, Lil Wayne, Jeezy, T.I. Oh, and there was a lot of one-hit wonders around that time. So like, you know, like I'm a baby, you pop lock and drop it. Mm -hmm. like a cyclone, cyclone. You know what? I like I like Sean Kingston. Although that's not right. I'm just this yeah, is like off topic. Really... No, it's not off topic. It's just new to just talk just talk to me about the music you like. Don't think I think you're trying to like think like what rap stuff should I say? Just talk but about I know, the music I was like, it's like. not coming, bro. No, 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 no. Exactly. <laughs> so okay, so just talk about the music you were personally listening to yeah. that time. It so it doesn't have to be rap. So even if it was some um, Paramore or Ting Tings, whatever. Just talk about it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, Sean Kingston. Oh, I was gonna say Kobe Adonis right before it cut. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we talking about what you got. Oh, yeah. And... What you... Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, and then James. I know I've talked to you about like James Fontaine. Uh huh. I like his music. Who else? Oh, you know what, Akon. Acon, I think yeah. right before, I think it was Form 3, Form 4. Like, Akon came out with Freedom. Mm, best. Okay. Like, till this day, I feel like I can play with no skips. What's your favorite album? What's your favorite song on Freedom? Mine is Sunny Days just going off the top of my head. I like Sunny Days too. Yeah. I like the beautiful. Oh, then... yeah. Yeah, that album was really good. I'm so paid. Yeah, I'm so paid. Uh, what other stuff was on there? I don't. I can't think of the top of my head, but like, yeah, I remember. Um, I remember I had it on my iPod. That was like one of the when I got my my brother got me an iPod. He came back, uh, yeah. and visited for holiday from college, and sent me an iPod. So I remember I had the Acon album. I had, I had Justin Bieber right when he came uh -huh. out, which was funny. What else did I have? I think at the time, like Wally had some had something out. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. You know, like it's just so funny. You just bring up like Kobe or Donis, like you know, and Jay Fonner. I just thought about like James Blunt. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like James Blunt, that song, You're Beautiful, and then the fucking, you remember that Iman song? Oh, yeah, I remember. And that song was huge. Yeah. You know, Eminem, Smack That, Akon, Akon was huge. Like, Akon was giving everybody hits. Akon had a song with Whitney Houston. Mm. Akon had a song with Michael Jackson. Akon is everywhere. No, no, think about I it, I sometimes bro. wonder how he made these things happen. Like... How? And then when you thought Akon was ending when he came to Zimbabwe, we had that song with uh, David Guetta, birthday bitch. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, and then you he really this... knew what he was doing. Like I just, nah. yeah. Bro, Akon had that song with Bone Thugs and Harmony. You remember that? I'm not right. I tried. Akon had the song with T.O.K. Which one? I don't know. Is it Fruit Prince remix? Or I'm confusing with something. I don't know, but Akon had so much. And Akon and Sean Paul, like, that's the verses I want to see. Akon and Sean Paul? Uh, hits. Just like hits. It may not be the same genre, but, like, I always link that music, with, like, when I was partying. It was always in the same... It was always in the same realm, you know what I'm saying? 
I suppose, yeah. Yeah, like that. I don't know. Maybe they might not be like the same. But to me, like in terms of just hits, like from that era, I want to see that. Like mm-hmm. Sean Paul, like like to me, Sean Paul, like I don't think I have a couple of people that I don't think are beating in a versus. Sean Paul is one of them. Mm-hmm. Sean Paul, Lil Wayne, Akon. Well, I, I just remember Keisha Cole. Song I got to get sent from heaven. Oof. Yeah, sent from heaven. Yeah, Keisha Cole was huge. Uh, <laughs> there's someone that Trey songs. Oh yeah, Trey Songz held it down. Chris Brown, mm-hmm. you know, like Omari and Icebox. Yeah. Forget that, bro. That uh, uh, I can no. That crying out for you. What's that other Omari song? The uh, ah man, let me. Uh, oh, when he took singing. Is it? Old? No, not old. No, it was after. It was like on the same album as uh, oh, Icebox. Wait, about the girl, uh, running or something to you or something. Mm. I know you know the song. If I said I'm, lo- I'm actually looking it up right now. Yeah. Oh, Illusion. That was the name of the album. Uh, Omarion. Speeding. Oh, sp- oh yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then, because I was confused, it was Mario calling up with you. That was one of Lil Wayne's best. I like Marcus versus. Houston too. Favorite girl. Marcus, Marcus you gotta put me onto that. Yeah. I like the, I don't know if you remember, like, the Slim from 112. I'm so fly. We don't up. Yeah, and then I'm just trying to think of the R&B. That Monica, Mary J. Blige. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Mary J. Blige, too. Uh, I want to be with you, want to be with you. And then, like, as long as I am. And then, nobody's going to love you, babe. And then Mariah Carey. Remember, do you remember like, Amory or Amory? Is it Amory? Yeah, one thing, yeah. yeah. Just this one thing that got me. Yeah, yeah her blue face. I liked her. Beyonce, you know, Beyonce was killing that whole time. Ciara, Carrie Hilson. Ah, uh, damn. There's a couple people that I know I'm missing from that R&B era. Like, Danity Kane, Day 26. Yeah, but like, and then like the EDM phase of what you're talking about when you and then start doing EDM. I'm or Chingy. Oh yeah, Chingy, can you can you? Uh, Chingy said, "Can you whatever bust it open for a chicken wing?" <laughs> That's what. He, no, he said that in the song that, that right there, right? No, he said bust it open for a pork chop sandwich or something. Like you go back and you listen to those songs, you just like. Do you remember uh, throw some D's? Yes. Oh, Nelly yeah. was also. I'm gonna shake your tail feather. Check and then I was gonna say Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like people really don't like now underestimate him. Yeah, yeah, 50 Cent. Who would you think could has Ja Rule done a versus? Yeah, he did a versus. Remember, we're talking about the Fat Joe. Oh, Fat Joe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I thought it should have been like as the versus, some of them should have been. So I thought it should have been. Jaru versus Nelly. I think it would have been a way better matchup. Should have been Ludacris versus T.I. Yeah. Rick Ross versus Jeezy. Okay. You know, but like I can understand. I can understand. Okay, so then, all right, okay, so you transitioned into coming to America, right? Like, how did you find your music identity over here and still like be able to just keep in touch with the stuff that you listen to back on. Hello? 
banner again. Sorry, I'm back I again. Know, I don't know why it keeps happening. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. that means you're having a great conversation. Mm-hmm. They keep trying to interrupt it. Man, I already mm-hmm. lost. Oh, he was saying like your transition to coming to uh, America. Yeah. And the and like cultural culture shock. Uh, how was that? Or like the music that you did? Do your music taste change, or did you discover stuff, or like just blending what you were listening to back home and still trying to keep in touch with that authenticity and yeah and um. It was a struggle. I'm not gonna lie. It was a struggle because yeah, when they say culture shock, literally culture shock. I went through the through the motions, through the phases. I think for me, like three months into coming here, I I I started like burning CDs, well at least downloading. I, at the time, what websites were there? I remember. Remember those websites you go to maybe like 2010, 2011, and you could just mm-hmm. download music illegally, MP3 mm-hmm. files. What was it? Was it like Lime? Was it the LimeWire? I forget the name. Like uh, Hawkshare. Yes, Hawkshare, all those. So th- th- that was my spot. That was my thing. And so I would, you know, make CDs or just like create my own playlists and I feel like at the time for me, especially back then, YouTube internet connectivity was so slow and like the music catalogs were not as, you know, big as they are now, obviously. So I I would actually look for music that I wouldn't have normally listened to back home because I missed home so much. And so like, you know, of course there was like the current music that was popping back like back then I think the month I came to the U.S. um I think Alicia Keys had just put out an album I forget which one it was it's the one with uh Trash Living with a Broken Heart and, yeah mm-hmm. and the uh, Drake song yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like that was my thing but a part of me was I don't know I just felt like I definitely went through a phase where I was going back to like again like to urban group to like some like to older music that I had been listening to like years before because I just mm-hmm. you know had been missing home so much and so I went through that phase yeah I I, I like my CDs love them um, my laptop I think back then I had like a some sort of Dell. Huge, huge laptops. Um, But yeah, I think for me, really, you think coming this side and everybody, you know, I'm sure goes through it. You're going to, you know, just fit in, relate Mm -hmm. and kind of blend. And then you realize it's the opposite. Yeah. And so I, I kind of, you know, it's the first time you ever feel like an outcast, and I think that's a conversation that we never really have. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I feel like now it's easy to point it out just because of the you know the time we're in, but mm. like you look back then, people really weren't having these types of conversations. No. So you would internalize everything, and 
you'd be really confused. I, I had, I seriously had an identity crisis for quite some time. And, you know, it was rough. It was rough for a period, but yeah. I, I did have an identity crisis because it's like you come here and it's like you come to this place that you've known nobody. So, you know, when you're outside of America, I always tell Americans that when you're outside of America, America sounds like a mythical land. It's something that you, something you just see on TV. Right. And it looks like the land of, you know, like I say, land of opportunity, land of milk and honey, right? And then you come here and then you realize, like, yes, it really is like that, but it's also, like, different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So just that identity, like, my identity crisis was just, like, you know, my first time leaving home ever. I've never been aboard, I never did anything. I've never been more away from home more than three weeks. Oh, at the most so like yeah come in here and then now you get your own room you got access to yourself you kind of got some money you can get a job you lose yourself you know what i'm saying that you know but like it's just like certain weird things like just stood out to me first i hadn't seen snow before i came here i didn't even think i'd seen the ocean Mm -hmm. i saw the ocean here went to the coast for the first time um and like i I don't know if you remember, like, your first American meal when you... Yeah, we, we said we were going to talk about this. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, okay. So, oh, yeah, that, yeah, remember, yeah, we said we were going to talk about this. What you said, first American meal, like, well, landing at the airport or once, like, being taken out to eat, like... No, uh, whichever. I mean, I, okay. I, I know my first American meal because I literally, or I landed, I didn't eat anything. Um, Like, at the airport, I, I ate when I got to the house that I was kind of being hosted at it was Panda Express and I remember there just being so much food and I'm looking at it I'm like okay at the time I didn't know what it was but I guess it was orange chicken but yeah. it didn't look like chicken so I'm looking at the at the food I'm, I'm trying to pick at what I can recognize but and I and I just you know I, I added the orange chicken in my plate because it looked good, but I just couldn't tell if it was chicken or not. Mm-hmm. And so I tried out, and my mind was really... I just remember being so confused. Like, I, I just hadn't tasted something like that ever, right? And I actually didn't. That first, The first panda meal that I had, I didn't finish it. Not I felt so bad. I feel like I was actually, you know, um, like, you know fearful I, I didn't want to come across a certain type of way like people be looking at you like no manners you know be you know etiquette you know finish the food that's on your plate i didn't finish it and i really felt some type of way about it only to realize how wasteful everyone was like we was, ended yeah. up throwing out so much food that night and now i was feeling some type of way about that you know what i mean so it was, it, I mean, it was interesting. And like, till this day, I feel like I get a little bit overwhelmed with just the options we have. Oh, yeah, exactly. You American it's eat a lot too, of food, It's man. just too much. Like the menus are too long. The sizes are too big. You know, it's like something as simple as ice cream. You know, I grew up on vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. Now you have butter pecan and all like, this I remember, stuff. I remember walking down the ice cream aisle and just being like, how is this possible? You know what I mean? And even like drive through. It's taken a minute for me, like, you know, things that, you know, back then, I'm like, how wow, as I stressed out about ordering something at Chipotle 
I think just the process of it, of of you know going you know through the through the steps you know, looking at what you want and just the options that are there I was a little overwhelmed honestly even dry, even something this like drive through I remember you know just like sitting in the passenger seat and like we're going through drive through I'll get a little anxiety so I'll be like okay what do you want what somebody already imagine? knows what they want I'm like I have no idea what I'm supposed to pick and what we're, we're going to and they start asking you, do you want fries on the side? What kind of drink? And you're like, bro, I'm so... I'm like, I'm just trying to figure this shit out. I'll be honest, right, you know. To this day, oh when God. I go for brunch, when they ask me, how do you want your eggs? I still don't know how to answer. What is it? There's what? Over easy? Yeah, it's over easy. easy. Well done, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw sunny side up. Eggs. Sunny side type. <laughs> I guess, yeah, the sunny side up over easy. What is the other one? Maybe, I don't know. Or oh, scrambled. The scrambled, yeah. But then they ask you, how do you want your scrambled eggs done? And it's like, well, I just want scrambled eggs. You know, so that, that anxiety of like, not, you know what I'm saying? And my first meal was uh, Starbucks coffee, was well, Starbucks cookie. Okay. So what happened was, my, after going through the visa process, I, I generally makes 10 years since I've been here. After going through the visa process and whatever, like the guy, the other guy that I came with, he had already booked a flight. He got his visa and already booked a flight, but I hadn't booked my flight and wasn't sure if my visa was going to come out. So we managed for him to change his flight for him. He was living on a Wednesday. We managed to ask him to change his flight for a Thursday so we can live together. So we fly together, boom. I don't know if we stand next to each other or anything like that, but like, we fly together. We get to Dallas Airport in Washington. I don't know if that's how you say it, right? And so my plan, my flight went from uh, Arare to Ethiopia to a layover in Italy. And it was direct layover in Italy. We didn't get off. We got off in Ethiopia. Layover mm-hmm. in Italy. Then we got to Washington. It was supposed to go from Washington. was supposed to go Washington, Denver, Minnesota. And then, no, Washington. We were supposed to go Washington, Chicago, Minnesota, then North Dakota, then get picked up from North Dakota. What happened was we get to, we get to, this is my first international, not the first international flight, but like, I had flown to South Africa before. No, lying. This was my first time on a plane, period. Wow. Yeah. So like fly, you know, boom. So like, you don't know, like you just know, your parents be careful whatever you get there. So you go by the departure board and then your flight just says canceled. It's six in the morning. There's not a lot of people in the airport. I forgot what day I landed on. Friday, whatever day it was. Like, to land on a Thursday, I think. Yeah, six in the morning. Six in the morning. You go, your stuff says cancel. You just have your itinerary. So, like, yo, what the hell? We're just looking at the shit. It says cancel, bro. Like, you don't know. Like, I'm in America. I'm supposed to, these flights are supposed to connect. So, what we did, me and the guy, name is Alan. Me and Alan go. Me and Alan go to um, me and Alan go to to Ethiopian Airways because we saw the lady that was on the plane was us, like one of the uh, steward. What, what do you call them? Air, air hostesses. Mm-hmm. One of my blankets. Flight attendants, so, whatever. Yeah. Flight, yeah, flight attendants. Yeah, we go to her and then we're like, "Yo, I fly to Canada." She's like, "Oh, go to American. They'll they'll help you." And she shows us like, "Okay, where's American Air?" She's like, there's a mechanic right there. We go to a mechanic, we just go there and it's like, yo, our flight got canceled. Like, okay, show us your itinerary. Because now you're panicking. You don't have a phone. Yeah, and you're 
I don't know if you get what I'm saying because you okay. I don't even make a thing. You always get hungry later, yeah. right? But you come from Zim where it's like if you eat that day eight, unless you have a cup of tea later on or grab a snack, you ain't eating until like the next morning. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're right. good. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that was like hard for me to. And then just having options where you go and then like and then they, nobody's telling you to ask Rakwana. You go and you come back. So I was eating like crazy. And then this leads us to like this, like, okay. So I was eating like crazy. Moved to Houston. I moved to Houston. Now Houston now I'm now I'm getting the hang off the American thing. You know, then but uh, since the age of twenty to last year, twenty eight, I was just eight years of just me eating. Bad. Mm-hmm. I think like 26, 25, I started meal prepping. I lost a lot of weight meal prepping. I wasn't like, when I started working out, I was like 188. But I probably used the time when I was like 200 pounds. But then I, I might have lost 10, 12 pounds. Might have, my weight might have fractured because I was meal prepping. And, but I was still eating bad, drinking. And then mm-hmm. I started working out. I started working out. And then the music I was working out, because we said we were going to talk about the music that we worked out. So then I started working out. Start working out. I was listening to a lot of uh, Waka Flocka. Okay. A lot of Eminem, Rap God. A lot of Jada Kiss and the Locks. Oh, this is like high intensity rap stuff. And then I start listening to like, if anytime I don't feel like working out, anytime I don't feel like working out, and I'm like, I'm fed up, I don't feel like just working out shit, I always put on Jeezy's first album. <laughs> It gets me motivated. Whatever I need, it gets me motivated. You know, then, like, then I just started, I just started uh, basing my, so if you follow me on my Instagram, I post music when I work out. So I started basing my workouts on the music that I work. So, like, I start to, became such a structure, okay, I'm going to work out to this. So, like, and then I just discovered, you know, so, okay, like, okay, I've never really listened to, like, Master P, like, that random stuff that I'll be like, because when you're working out, you're focused because you're listening to actually the music because that's the only thing that's, making taking you away from whatever pain you might be yeah. feeling yeah. so then i'll so i was like hey, let me work out to master p and then i'll post nothing but master p songs that day to what i was working out and all that stuff and then yeah but what kind of music were you working out to when you started i mean you can't go wrong with drake okay and then well the thing other thing for me is like afro beats mm-hmm. um you know, like uh, South African house music. You know, I'm mm-hmm. a piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's weird because sometimes I don't need the music to be like, you know, like like too intense. As long as it's like, as long as it's deep, and I kind of I'm able to kind of you know just zone out, um, I'll be set. Like some deep house music, something that. It's steady, you know, just kind of like let you zone out, especially when I'm doing like my warm up cardio, which doesn't take too much time. It's probably like 10 to 15, well, maybe like at most 20 minutes um, on the elliptical. Um, I just need me a few songs that just let me just, you know, just think about things, just relax. Yeah. Do you ever get into a zone where, like, you work out and you feel like the song you're working out to, like, fuels your workout and you keep repeating that song? Exactly. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I go through phases, too, because then it's like sometimes I even go, you know, we'll play the exact same songs, you know, at least week, for at least two weeks, you know, mm-hmm. back to back. 
and we'll have that specific curated workout playlist that I that's my go-to and I'll listen to those specific songs I'm trying um, to think I'm trying to think right now what are the workout songs that I know Off the Grid mm, by Kanye mm, uh, Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar Range Rover Brothers Big Sean and Babyface Ray It Ain't My Fault Babyface Ray uh, Paperwork Party and then, like, the best workout I've had, like, since I started working out was, like, because now I meditate and I do my affirmations before I work out. So, like, I make a morning shake, meditate, do my affirmations. And um, the thing that the, the – sorry. And then, so, like, the best workout I've ever had was uh, I worked out some gospel. I worked out some gospel. I don't to do it again. You know, like, I don't know. This is the first time that's ever happened. But I'm going to try and piece this all in together. But, like, uh, I know Chido's going to come again because she loves this. What you talking she about? Just, <laughs> she just wanted, she just wanted to, to try. She just wanted to try so that she can break the ice. No. You know? Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll yeah, find out. You know, Chido's going to come again. And we're going to have a real conversation. Me and Chido can now really get into, like, the low, the music conversations we be having, like, like, oh, Tanaka, why don't you listen to Afrobeat? Or Tanaka, you kind of snobbish towards music, where you're from, and all this other stuff. That we're not really going to get into it this day. That's there's, there's a real, the real conversation, right, Chido? But, like, um, first of all, I appreciate you coming on, mm-hmm. since it's your birthday and all that. And in full transparency, people may not know, this is, it's super late. Chido's, like, a West Coast time, so it's late where I'm at. It's, like, one in the morning. So I just, and it's been going in and out, but... She, she talked about like the champ she is and the real friend that she is. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like before you go, like I said, Chido's going to come on again. You know, you're going to be hearing a lot more from Chido. Um, before, before, before Chido goes, I'm just going to ask her uh, the, the, the question that I asked. I know you're not into rap like that, but like I'm just going to ask you top five rappers just based off the rap. Bruh. That you grab it. It's just five it's rappers. It's stressing me out. No, no, stressing you out, but it's just top five rappers. It's not supposed to stress you out. These are your rappers that you listen to, you know. My it's, rappers, it's, rappers. I don't know why. I don't know why it stresses people out because it's your music. Nobody's gonna judge you for what you. Just top five rappers, you know. Okay, in no, in no particular. No, in no particular order, yeah. There's really no order. It's in just, it, okay. it's just there. Uh, J Cole. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm gonna say Drake, mm-hmm. baby daddy. Okay. <laughs> Who else? Um, damn, they have to be five. Why so yeah. many? Why yeah, so many? Say... Okay, let's make it three then. Okay. You almost did five. Is not a lot, you know. You know the thing is, like, I I I like old Kanye. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm gonna say, mm, I wanna, you know, I wanna avoid saying Kendrick Lamar. Cause I like, I like who he is, but am I always listening to his music like that? No. You know, so it's music not that, that you point. listen to. Don't I say, know, I know, don't but say I, stuff I, that I, you... that's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm yeah. trying to expand and honest with you. That's right. Um, 
who who's out there for you you know it might be some nigga that you might have listened it might be like mike jones you know what i'm saying doesn't matter if you're a chameleon you know what i'm saying random rapper i know i'm thinking or oh, you put me on to black i mean well this is for, i think right now the space i'm in right now i really like blast okay all right so jaco drake kendrick kanye and blast that's it that's solid the three albums that's solid that you take that will take you on an island three that albums you, that that you take on an island that will take you on an island yeah Ah, I don't know. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, let's see. Well, I'll, uh, let's see. I'm gonna say Coldplay. One of Coldplay's okay. albums. Uh-huh. Um, was it the one, was it X and Y or something like that? Yeah. Um... second album bruh this is hard cuz it's all across the board i i can say i can say one album for you already like this is what and gabby cuz that's the shit you keep telling me like you don't listen to this i cannot i guess go play what and gabby go play what and gabby let's well. let's put that in there okay uh-huh. No, but then she had no, no. Tiwi had another one though. She had okay. Celia. Celia That's... was the album. The the because what and Gary's like, is it EP or something? Yeah, Celia. I was obsessed with. Okay. Um. This past year, um. So definitely, and then one more last one. Let's see. I'm obsessed with right now. Try think. Blast. <laughs> no. Um like an actual album cuz like you know I really like Brandy. Um okay. Yeah. Alright. So if anything, you know, I'm really excited. It's just so crazy how today Adele came out with her song, Summer Walker came out with her song. I feel like October is this about to be mm-hmm. very rewarding in terms of you know a lot of people I mean, putting out shit yeah cuz it's the end of the year and people want to you know tell us what super yeah. and uh okay are you going to share your Tio Savage story no maybe next time if there is one no there is a next time next I week can not that that okay just share the story in case you never come on again Just make it quick. Oh my god. Oh, do you want me or oh, do you want me to share my 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 version of it? Go ahead. Okay. Tito calls me and she's like, "Yo, I went to Sacramento for the festival." I was like, "Oh, I know there was like an Afrobeat festival or whatever, right?" She's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Yo, like I end up making the backstage." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "Okay, there's dope." She's like, "Yeah, I hustled going backstage and managed to get a key, get a pass from someone who, I don't know, you got a pass from a security guy, got a pass from a security guy, and you guys use that pass to get you and your friends in, right? So I'm like, okay, this story just sounds like the typical, you know, like, and it's like, no, I made it on stage, I got it with the major, major league DJs, mm. right? 
right? Okay. So I'm like, okay. So then she was like, yo, did I send you the pictures of Sacramento? I'm like, no, you never end up sending them to me. So she sends them to me, right? And a video. So like, I'm just thinking she just managed to make it backstage, you know, like nothing fancy, you know what I'm saying? No, not Chido. <laughs> not the Chido I know. She don't made it to the stage stage, you know, like she got videos of like, of like, yo, when, when the, when T.O. Savage is doing a prayer before she jumps on stage and she is the one who's recording the shit. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And T.O. Savage is like, okay, I'm ready. And she says, and then you can hear Chido say, let's go, let's fucking go. And I'm like, no, how are you even this fucking close to her? And I have she goes no idea. Stage. And I then her friends, and then her friends are recording her from the stage. I'm like, bro, this is some crazy shit. So like, I, yeah, it was a movie. I have no idea to this day. I don't know where I found the courage. I just tried to act like I was somebody, you know, like I belonged and try to keep calm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's the story about how you got backstage or? That's, that's, that's it. Yeah. Right. Know, Maybe you know, a few things here and there, but it's not necessary. You know me, you okay. already know how I was feeling about this. Ugh, so let's just how are you feeling you did wow like you did amazing i was surprised like i thought you were not gonna say anything at all you know that's not... okay last last question okay if if you if you could title your your life if you could name your life after a song what is the name of the song? this is too stressful this is no, too stressful because like i know i'm going to i know i'm going to think of certain artists no, no, no. You, it's your title that you make up, not a song that represents. Oh, so you said ask one more oh, time. Yeah. You said oh, I'm still working on how to ask a question, okay? If you're putting uh, n- name, name a, say a word that describes you or your life or your journey, and that'll be the title of what your first rap song will be. <sighs> Like a word that describes word, a word, a phrase. Like Hakuna Matata, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Last dude I had, um, he said, if he was to drop a rap song, it'll be named Fearless, because that's what his journey has been. It's about him being fearless. Mm. And uh, yeah. Huh. Oh, Bambi. Let's see. Mine would either be Let's Get It. Or this is I'm thinking rap. I'm not thinking just you know. Yeah, yeah. Fearless okay. is 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 cute. It's it's awesome. But I'm thinking let's get it because that's just life. You have one life. Mm-hmm. There are mm-hmm. no do overs. Um. Yeah. Let's get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel you. I'm thankful. I appreciate you coming on your birthday. Uh, you don't have to do this. I know you're nervous about this. You did well. Um, Chido doesn't have any social media. So she, ain't got, so she ain't got nothing to plug social media-wise. Is there anything you want to say before you go? I will talk. <laughs> we'll talk right after this, probably. Ah, right. <laughs> I'm going to edit this out, but thanks again, Chido. <laughs> I appreciate you. All right, bye. Thanks.